0: disenfranchised from everything well, I fall up and I fall down
1: An American
0: Loser
1: the day I was born Welcome back to another episode of American Loser It is the podcast that puts the spotlight firmly on second place if you're a new listener uh, each week what we do here uh, at a shared universe studio in Eatontown, New Jersey where Mike and Ming are taking great care of us what we like to do is we sit down and we talk about what we think are the biggest losers in American history. And uh, if you're already familiar with the show, welcome back and thanks for supporting us. Okay, we're having a lot of fun. Here. We're coming up on some big shit here. But first and foremost, uh, my Delph of a dad is in studio with us. LP, how are you feeling today? Oh, uh, we're just doing great, Kev. We're he, just doing great. And ladies, he's wearing a nice light blue shirt that is complimenting <laughs> yeah. his dreamy blue eyes. Just letting you know at home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the kahuna back from eating, praying, and loving. Oh, yeah. Unleashing in goddess. I
0: found my soul. It's good, <laughs> oh, man.
2: Wow. There you go. It was, an, it was
0: an excellent expedition, and you you didn't expect me to actually come back and be like, I know what the fuck you're talking about also this time true. around. <laughs> I was pretty
1: happy. Uh, <laughs> you, you think I don't listen. No, he listens when he's not on the show, which I'm so happy about. And then uh, Nick's hanging out, the new intern here over at Shared Universe, good man over here. Uh,
0: my identical twin.
1: Yeah, you guys do right. look very much the same. So same oh, hair and much. everything. Very
0: That's, much so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Dad, we noticed a, a pattern uh, with the losers. First of all, um, we've had we've had a lot of female losers. Okay, and uh, unfortunately, some of them are batshit crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> some. Now we don't mean to do this, but for some reason. <laughs> I adore this woman, okay? I really do. One <laughs> of the funniest comics I've ever worked with, one, the queen of New Jersey, Jackie Byrne, is back on the show here. Hey, with. Hi, hey, losers. Hey, what's
3: up? <laughs> I'm back, bitches. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> and for some reason, we bring you back for mental illness-heavy episodes. I'm sorry.
3: No, thank you. It really just shows how much our friendship means <laughs> <laughs> to you.
1: <laughs> I'm very sorry about that. But, uh, no, you... Uh, uh, you were a killer guest for, you did our live episode, Elizabeth Knapp. Yes. And then we brought you back for, uh, who was the uh, the first time Winchester, we brought you? Right? Yeah. Winchester, right? Yeah. Sarah Winchester and the Winchester, mystery house. Sure. Sarah Winchester. But was we, that
0: your last one you did with us? I think so.
1: Those numbers are picking up heavy, by the way, too, for Sarah Winchester. I think people have a renewed interest in her because uh, you know it's almost They found Halloween that room time. again. Yeah. Well, the room popped up, like you said, and then also the movie that was oh, made better. Oh no!
0: Another one really?
1: recently. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think
3: we have to go there, though. Actually, there we and go. And do a it. Live. A losers live from the Winchester house. I have, I have
1: <laughs> dreams. Um, I have dreams. We're gonna make something. Well, I cool have happen. points <laughs> on United,
3: so we can make shit happen. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm
1: saying. There we go.
0: Do one live <laughs> on that <trip>. bridge.
1: <laughs> well, uh, quick question for you, Jackie. Do you, yeah. uh, you're, okay, so, short for Jacqueline, right? Yes. Okay, are you named after anybody? Jackie O. Mm-hmm. Who was a what?
3: A first lady. Oh,
1: I thought you were gonna say smoke show, but.
3: okay. Uh, smoke show. I'm just trying to segue into our right. topic
0: today.
1: Right. <laughs> um, well, she was both of those. That's my, I You're I say, kidding. she's not
2: wrong. A trendsetter.
1: Beyond. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Also true, and not for nothing, um. You know, We taught my father the word smoke show, and he's just using it left and right. Okay.
2: There's two words we well, taught you him. not with. when you got Jackie in the house? I mean, there's a smoke show sitting in front of me right oh now. Oh, I'm
3: pregnant. Thank <laughs> you, everybody. <laughs> gotta go, losers. My bad. <laughs> she is
1: genuinely blushing, people.
0: <laughs>
3: no, I know. So I got to go like this. I'm looking at KP now. It's right. important to me, too,
1: for the listeners at home, that uh, Jackie's husband, Jay, is a good friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, he is. So. But or
0: how uh, good of a friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we're going to talk today about uh, a particular Ooh. first lady, okay? Because uh, that's an important position. I never, you know, sometimes, you know, we always look at it as like a queen of America kind of a thing. There's different kind of spins on it. So Jackie O, uh, probably the most, the, the first modern first lady, right? That's fair to say? Totally. I thought she had some cool stuff here. Um, well, actually,
2: today's uh, topic, or loser... Was uh, the original First Lady That was She was the first First Lady To be given that uh, That handle That co- coined that, that Oh race. is that true? She yeah, was the absolutely. first one That was actually
3: yep. called First Lady First
2: Lady So we huh. should probably Get her name That's out it. there right. I think yeah. it's about right right now A little drum roll Who's this week's
1: American loser? We're gonna talk about A most unfortunate First Lady uh, Mrs. Mary Todd Lincoln Okay All right Kahuna <laughs> <laughs> Kahuna easy one for you here All right Easy two pointer um, Okay Want to mm-hmm. guess who she was married to?
0: Oh, I know this one. John F. Kennedy.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, probably. Yeah, that's, a, that's not too far out of uh, the realm um, of reason.
0: Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. That's, a, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Well, she has a
1: nice little cameo in that one, too. Um, now, not further, we covered this um, uh, in one of the previous episodes, Jefferson Davis, president of the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. He's born, like, less than 100 miles away from Abe Lincoln in Kentucky. Right. Also within that uh, same kind of distance, Mary Todd Lincoln is born in Kentucky. So Correct. the hip and happening progressive state of Kentucky right. is uh, just emerging. All these <laughs> these very strong and vocal personalities here.
0: True.
3: It's
1: the magic of the Bourbon Trail.
0: That's it. Well,
1: that's, it.
2: that's where LP was. That's hey, how we started digging up do all do these shit. I some historical research on that. I had to go down in Kentucky and uh, see a few of the relatives, Uncle Jim Beam, and uh, a <laughs> few. Yeah. And I'd, I still want to know. Oh, hilarious! I still
1: want to know how Mike Zapsik, of uh, one of the co-owners of this studio, is a Kentucky Colonel and yet is also, I uh, believe, in recovery. He, he, <laughs> like, wasn't
0: he your engineer last week?
1: He was, and I, I wanted to Why ask didn't him. but did you? It was just like one of those things where, like, do I ask him or is he going to talk about like the incident? We don't talk about <laughs> the incident.
0: The <laughs> incident,
1: yeah. But oh um, my god! So that's an interesting. So down in Kentucky, pretty cool place. You had a good time while you were out there, right? Absolutely. So, uh, have you ever been, Jack? No, no. All right. Uh, for some reason, Kentucky's on my list. I don't know why, but it is. Uh, it's probably, I'm a big Ron Paul guy. That's probably a lot to do with it. <laughs> but
2: um, hey, Kentucky. Really, it's Derby, Rand. Bourbon, R- Rand uh, Paul was the Kentucky guy. Memphis music. You got you got you got it all in Kentucky. Well, it's K- it. Memphis is actually Tennessee. So my bad on that one.
1: It's okay. I mean, but it's, it's just- not that Lexington far and
2: though. Louisville. It's one of those
1: things where it's like Cincinnati, you forget it's part of Ohio sometimes. All right. You know what I mean? But
3: or you just forget about Ohio, really. It's also No true. offense, listeners from Ohio. but a, we, <laughs> we do
1: have some also greetings to our listeners in South Africa. I wanted to say thank you for listening Ooh. to the show. And uh, hopefully you have, um, you know, hopefully we're teaching you something over there in the bottom of that continent. A little different spin on things. Yeah. I don't know what to do with all that just yet. But uh, here's something interesting. So the Todd's... Uh, As a you know that that's her family because she didn't become yeah Mm -hmm. that was her last name Mary Todd, Um, they were a very wealthy family in Lexington, and uh, Mary's father Robert was a banker. I mean who doesn't want to marry a banker right Jack? Mm, Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. And uh, her mother Eliza was a point guard for the WNBA.
3: (laughs) I don't know why that got me so good.
1: (laughs) 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 No, obviously one of those statements is facetious, but. Mary's family was large. She was the uh, fourth of seven children. Ooh. All right, I won't put you on the spot here, Jayburn. All right, a-, a lot of people are pressuring you because you're you're still I, you're still considered a newlywed, right?
3: Uh, yeah, I guess so.
1: Yeah, so two.
3: Two. Um, we're going on two years.
1: Yeah, because I was um, I was sober when you guys got married. And, uh, <laughs> I've relapsed twice since then. So. Um, but uh, no. Uh, so all right, there's pressure on this one. Do you think you're going to have one kid or seven?
3: Oh well definitely one over seven. I'm not a Duggar. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> Aren't they from Kentucky? I don't know, maybe. But I'm I'm also getting old too. Like I I can't pop out seven.
1: I reject that premise. It's yeah, true. Um, absolutely. That's true, I promise. <laughs> well they had more kids back in the day we unfortunately talked about because of a high mortality rate too, which is where this story this starts is, yeah, to get I was just dark. Say, totally. Um now Mary uh Mary's family suit, she is the fourth of seven children, like I said, she's very close with her mother until her mother tragically dies while giving birth to her seventh child, all right? So if you're gonna have six, that's okay, but seven, all right. that's it a little too main. Main. And the mom dies in childbirth. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah, brutal, not the way you want to go. Why either. is
0: six afraid of seven? Seven killed mom.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, kahuna. Kahuna. <laughs> not wow.
2: Let's, compl- <laughs> let's rewind to yeah. third
3: grade.
2: <laughs> <And> <laughs> Seven,
0: eight, nine. I think you got to mute his mic now, Now <laughs> I'll mute myself. So as I was saying, it's so good to see y'all. Nick, uh,
1: Nick have you ever been an audio engineer for a podcast before?
2: <laughs> well, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, she does die, unfortunately, and uh, Mary's uh-huh. only seven at the time. Uh, now, this begins uh, to mark the history of tragedies that she's going to wind up falling victim to throughout yeah. her life. Uh, so it's 1823. And the family begins residing in a now-historical landmark, the Mary Todd Lincoln House, Mm -hmm. which, um, I don't know, Jackie. Do you feel like you'd be able to make something work in an elegant 14-room estate in Lexington, Kentucky? You bet. Each (laughs) room would have a different
2: theme?
3: Obviously. Yeah,
2: (laughs) really. Why are you even asking me this? I'm like, why are you
3: asking me these questions? (laughs) And Daddy
2: was definitely big bucks. And Daddy Todd was uh, one of the founding fathers of Lexington, if you will. I mean, he made made shit happen with the— with the banking and everything else, so he was he was a big he was a big wheel in, in Lexington, Kentucky.
1: Not a bad guy to be a family member of here. No. Now, now um, that entire family, by the way, Todd family—they're very well thought of here. But um, unfortunately, as we're covering on a lot of this stuff here, uh, the Todd family owned slaves. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, now it is uh, weird because Kentucky is considered a border state at the time, so obviously the issues are going to continue to you know come to a height, if you will. Uh, during Mary Todd's, you know, life, if you will, because of the whole Civil War thing that's going to go on here. But you got slave states and you got abolition states. And her family, because they're a border state in Kentucky, they happen to own slaves. Now, they don't own – it's not a plantation kind of a setup. They have like – you know, it's kind of like house servants type of a thing. But uh, they're also very highly educated, which I thought was interesting here. Uh, They're big on education in the Todd family. Uh, Mary's family, uh, they were all proud Whigs. Dad, do you know what the Whigs are?
2: A political party that um – Initially, I think, was favoring more towards the southern uh, slave states. Oh, see, I thought it
1: was a girl that marries a gay guy, so he can – that's a beard. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had that wrong. The terminology is just off. Yeah, okay, but so you're, you're putting that modern-day parlance into 1850s. Yes, we, we need to get back to the zeitgeist. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um So here's the interesting thing with the Whigs that I found out here. Um, Whigs were founded as a movement against the Jacksonian Democrats. Kahuna, do you want to guess who uh, the Jacksonian in the Democrats? uh, Who are they referring to? Which president? Jackson. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michael (laughs) or Tito? Yeah, right. right. I'm going to say Tito. Uh, Andrew Jackson.
0: No one gives any love to Tito.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, So it's old Andrew Jackson, who is uh, known as Old Hickory. He will be a loser of his own right in another episode because I happen to live in a city named after him for six years. <laughs> um, but uh, I thought he was interesting, too, because um, they this, – this kind of uh, party here, the Whigs that formed against him, they named themselves the Whigs because they took the name from uh, an English anti-monarchal – monarchial. Monarch, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> monarch. Yeah. Negative Monarch. We got to do these on Sundays and not after work on Tuesdays.
3: <laughs> You're feeling but,
1: it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they uh, decided that they stole this name from the. Uh, this party over in England that was against uh, the monarchy, if you will, and uh, the reason why they chose this name was as an insult to Andrew Jackson, who they said was a president that behaved like an emperor. Mm. So, Jackson was real but he was a little bit of a tyrant. Okay, yeah. the more yeah. you, you know, how sometimes you read about somebody and then you hear a bad part of the revisionist history about the person, you're like, well, I don't know if they were really that bad, and then you go into it and you find kind of a middle ground. Jackson's not really much of a middle ground guy. <laughs> yeah, it was his way or the highway. So, uh, these Whigs were kind of standing up to them, too. Now, the problem was is that the Whigs got labeled as like the top 1%. So, uh, we always talk about how politics is uh, mm-hmm. cyclical. So, they're always talking about the 1% and all these people. So, the Whigs are those kind of people because it's, in order, you don't have to be rich to be a Whig, but all the rich people are Whigs. So, that's kind of how it works.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and Daddy Todd was definitely one of those rich people, and mm-hmm. definitely uh, the whole family were wigs. Were well, other famous wigs included uh, Millard Fillmore, uh, Winfield
1: Scott, William Henry Harrison, and Eric Tartaglione. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little inside joke oh for Jackie. Oh, <laughs> my
3: God. That a, is so bad.
1: A hilarious comedian friend of ours who has a hairpiece. So... Um, <laughs> Just, yeah, throwing that All one right. in there. For me. But uh, <laughs> like we said, Mary's mother's death was very hard on her. But when her father remarried a year later to Elizabeth.
3: That's money for you. Let me tell you something.
1: Yeah. To remarry? Bounce
3: back that fast. Well,
1: less than a year, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, now, I saw a very funny meme the other day, Jackie. I'm not putting you on the spot here. But oh, it sure? says, um, it was a picture of the, the evil stepmother from Cinderella. Uh-huh. And it said, what I think of when I heard stepmother as a child and then it showed Brandy Love on the bottom, and it said, what I think of when I hear stepmom now. <laughs> so, I love that. Yeah, a little, little bit of a shocker there beautiful. on that one. But uh, gets married right away to Elizabeth Betsy Humphreys, and uh, her relationship uh, with her stepmother was always troubled, right, Dad?
2: Yeah, she uh, didn't really get along too well. And you got to understand, too, that um, Mary was uh, kind of like uh, doted over and everything else. She was the youngest uh, prior to her mom dying and now her mother dies in childbirth her father remarries in what a year later and they go on to have
3: nine I have nine eight kids or,
2: eight or nine kids themselves
3: they're busy it's he a busy bad. boy
2: yeah yeah he uh, well they didn't have television they didn't have kids obviously they
3: got 14 rooms nine and counting a telegram
2: show right they're filling them up <laughs> bunk beds and filling them, fill them
3: up. up this week with the Todd's stop <laughs> filling them up that is everything <laughs> that's right filling
2: up those bedrooms
0: uh,
3: um,
2: but yeah and, and now she's no longer like uh, the, the main top uh, priority top priority yeah. especially with the stepmother and you know the stepmother's dealing with the other kids so from the first sa- marriage so plus now her is, own kids
0: so what you're saying is, is that she's most likely to have something end up to happen to her kind of like what happened to Kevin in Home Alone Am
1: I wrong? Like very, like very left
0: behind. Like always, not really talked to. Like just kind of gets left behind. Unfortunately, for
1: Christmas. it's not as uh, it's not as adventurous as your version. What happens to Mary Todd is a thing called boarding school, motherfucker. Oh
2: right. no! Yeah. Right. Rather than dealing with you, we're gonna strip you out. Now they she did get a an outstanding education because of that. I mean, far beyond what would be typical of the of the day, especially for a female. Sure. So she was highly educated, but at the same time, you got to think, it's well, still pack your shit. Maybe stepmom. Yeah, <laughs> maybe stepmom is saying we got. You know, although we do have fourteen rooms, we need a little more space around mm-hmm. here. So Mary, you're you're out. Now, <laughs> We're part of her. N- how we always talk she? about
1: this. Uh, well, uh, she's of school age for this here uh, okay. part right now. But uh, the one thing I did want to make sure we got out though is that what was peculiar for her at the time was. We talk about women not getting educated back in the day, but that's because they couldn't afford some of the schooling and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, money's not an op. Like, there's no issue with that with the Todd family. So, she gets actually sent to a girls' boarding school operated by Charlotte Mentel, which, I mean, that name should tell you we're dealing with some French people here, right? A little bit. Where she actually winds up learning how to read and write in French, and they establish a very strong grip on politics. So, Mary develops a reputation for being witty and gregarious which is actually that was the original copy on Jackie Byrne's uh, comedy business card Jackie Byrne witty (laughs) and gregarious
3: amazing (laughs) me and Mary Todd (laughs) hopefully we don't have the same fate though (laughs)
1: no 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 no. although Jay would make a handsome Abe Lincoln let's be honest I'm Mm -hmm. picturing it now
3: yeah well you know because he's so tall yeah absolutely
1: (laughs) chin strap beards though come on work with me (laughs) no thank you um but she's got the strong grip on pox and uh, she's got a good reputation. She's clearly uh, an intelligent woman here. Now, her intelligence is duly noted and appreciated by male quarters. Mm. Uh,
2: and, yeah, uh, and also noted by a lot of the uh, politicos. I mean, because mm-hmm. Daddy was so connected with the Whigs, and you got all the outstanding leaders of the Whig Party coming to their house. And, you know, uh, Mary Todd is there to meet and greet with uh, a lot of these politicos, Henry Clay and a, f- a few of the others that uh, – yeah, you know, and and they're all commenting about, you know, how smart and witty and uh, politically in the know that she is. And you're talking, again, for The Times, women weren't supposed to be involved with politics, you know, it just – Get out in that kitchen and rattle them pots and pans and take care of the kids, and that's about it.
1: But when you're speaking French and you're eons ahead of a lot of other people, mm. the time, especially out in Kentucky, I, I imagine that the um, the Tinder app is not doing well for her out there. And <laughs> you know, when she's greeting the men in French and they're just sitting there like, well, we're making bourbon if you want to come by. <laughs> corn it's corn yeah. squeezing. We play both kinds of music, country and western. <laughs> So, I love it. Um, now, uh, Kahuna brought up a picture of uh, Mary Todd here, and it's weird because you can't quite tell if she's cute or not. I feel like in her younger
2: years, she might have been cute, but then as she gets a little bit older, there's um, – Yeah, I, th- I, I had found some was research that – described as cute. As uh, young, she was uh, pretty good looking and, uh, uh, in modern-day parlance, had a nice rack. Um, the, oh, the, uh, my yeah. god. Okay. Yeah. Earmuffs. <laughs> Yeah, out you... of all
0: the people I expected to say that today.
2: Know, like, <laughs> yeah. wow, I'm trying to keep, I'm trying You're to be hip, guys. It real. right? you <laughs> <it>. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Work with me here,
1: come on. He <laughs> throws some good shots out every now and then. Um, but I did think Well-rounded, was... how's that? Oh, okay. Oh, all right, <laughs>
3: I'm into it. That's how
1: we would say it. That's, right. <laughs> um, that's now, uh, right she's quite popular with the boys out there, uh, as we're talking about. Now, also, one thing I want to note real quickly, Jackie Byrne, if you want to know how to be a professional podcast guest, take notes from Jackie Byrne. All right? Uh, She brings notes. All right? So All you people begging me to be on the show, Ken Krantz, you want to come on the show so bad?
3: Write Fuck some- you, Ken Krantz, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to stay.
1: <laughs> no more room for
0: guests now. That's it's it. just Jackie that's every it. episode.
1: That's no, we've got, we've got some great people that want to come on the show, but I know <laughs> I they're just going to show by up. The way. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. They're just going to show up and be like, all right, so what are we talking? And then, like, this is gay, halfway through my own show. Um, but uh, here's, here's where it gets uh, interesting. There's a loser within the loser this week, Kahuna. This is Loserception.
0: Ooh. Ooh. That, okay. is, is this a first?
1: Uh, no, because the, the original Lose Reception is your, what I believe to be your favorite episode of the show, which was James A. Garfield that's and right. Charles J. Gateau.
0: That's right. Oh, I okay. actually loved that we, episode. We we discovered, discovered. This is the sequel. Yes. <laughs> it's a great episode. Perfect.
1: My jaw was on the ground. That was our technically it, it shows up as our first episode, but really it's the second episode we recorded, uh, The Forgotten Assassinated President, one of my favorites with Cousin Kelly who wants to come back on as well, and it's more than welcome cuz she also She also takes, takes notes. notes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, look at Brings that. Notes. There's a pattern emerging. That's right. N- notes and great guests.
1: It's true. It, it's easy to talk to people, too, man. That's what we try to do here. But uh, now what I thought was interesting is that uh, here's where the loserception comes in. Oh. Uh, there's a man, a successful young lawyer, that starts to notice uh, Mary and uh, oh, is nice. fond of her looks and uh, fond of her, uh, her family name and her personality. A successful young lawyer is going to be courting Mary Todd. Uh, Want to guess who that might be, Kahuna? Is it, is it,
0: is it Lincoln at this point?
1: Unfortunately... It is not a Lincoln. Not just yet. I, I
0: was like, <laughs> yeah. listen, I, the gears were turning in my head. I was like, there's no way. It's, it's like too early. It's too early in the game.
1: It is, uh, it is Lincoln's nemesis, uh, Stephen A. Douglas.
0: Okay. Okay,
1: which every time, when I was writing this last night uh, at like 1 o'clock in the morning, huh. um, I kept writing Stephen A. Smith from uh, First Take on ESPN. <laughs> and it is not a, a basketball analyst from Brooklyn. The um, point I'm trying to make here is Stephen A. Douglas would have been a fine match For uh, Mary Todd. But uh, here's the problem. He is a rising star of the Democratic Party who are the total adversaries of the Whigs. Okay, So uh, it's not really going to go good. She's not really into him. She's not rebuking him per se. But uh, her heart already belongs to another rising star
2: lawyer. Yeah, there was a number uh, of people that were looking to spark with with Mary there. But uh, um, Douglas was one and then uh, along came. Our boy Jackie I just I can't believe it I
1: have to ask you this Because unfortunately You're the only female Perspective (laughs) we can get On this episode (laughs) Here we go Am I realizing now Is it really because Abe Lincoln represented A similar political alignment To her family Or that she could spot Greatness in him or was Ooh. it because Abe Lincoln was tall and she could wear whatever kind of shoes she wanted?
3: That's what I'm thinking. Because she mm-hmm. was five two, she was a little little munchkin.
2: Right, <laughs> she, she's. He five. could
3: get the stuff on top of the fridge. You know <laughs> what I mean? That's right. <laughs>
2: Kill, kill the like spiders up, close a, to yeah, feeling. Yeah,
3: that's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> open up that pickle jar for me, Abe. <laughs> Cause, cause
1: yeah, that, she's 5'2", and he's six four. That's what that I'm that broke my heart because right. uh, that the my my dream celebrity is Elle McPherson, and I realized that it would never work because Why? she would want to wear her shoes, and I'm Who cares? I'm wearing shoes. I'm five eight, though. you're fine. She would have to carry me in a baby, Bjorn.:
3: Yeah, you're a little backpack. be. <laughs> right. We make it work.
1: But uh, poor Stephen A. Douglas, um, he has now uh, lost his, uh, his, the, the apple of his eye, if you will, to a guy by the name of Abraham Motherfucking Lincoln. That's all right. It. And uh, motherfucking, that's not uh, we're not being hyperbolic here. that is his middle name. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> just, just like Teddy.
1: Yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, now, poor Stephen A. Douglas. Luckily, he, uh, he happens to get his revenge, and he proves his worth uh, to uh, Mary Todd by uh, besting Abe, or the man that she chose over him, in a uh, series of fiery debates known as the uh, Lincoln-Douglas That's debates. LP, what do you know about that off the top of your head?
2: Uh, those were two opposing uh, viewpoints on the whole slavery issue, although Douglas never really – came out and said he's he's a funky cat. Yeah, he's he's a really good politician because he can go on and on and really get you all roused up and let you hear what you want to hear. But he never really comes right out and and says it. Nothing definite. Uh, But that was not just one debate. There was a series of Lincoln Douglas debates, uh,
1: seven total, one for each of the congressional districts
2: at the time. Now, um, you know, things are really heating up. Throughout the country, with the whole uh, slave state, free state uh, debate as to whether we're going to continue on with uh, allowing additional states to come into the union that are going to be uh, s- with slavery, or you know, it was uh, it was more than just uh, a political debate. It was people already really getting fired up
1: over this. The line I heard that I thought was interesting was uh, the battle for the the nation is being
2: fought in Illinois when they were talking about the coverage for the debates here. So this is like hot
1: shit at the time. Right.
2: A microcosm uh, of uh, – and even Kentucky itself. I mean Kentucky, when the war did finally break out, Kentucky was considered a border state. It wasn't really aligned with the union. It wasn't really right. aligned with the confederacy. Mm-hmm. And there was a huge some on, on both sides in, in Kentucky. But we'll talk about that down the road a little bit. Well, there's a couple of uh, funny
1: things here. Now, in these debates, uh, Lincoln coins uh, one of his greatest terms ever. Um, it, its I don't think you'll get it right off the top of your head, Jackie, but uh, it was uh, you've definitely heard this quote before. Yeah. So Lincoln throws this little gem out there. Uh, a house divided against itself cannot stand.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, kind of a pretty good line. So he's got that one. And then Stephen A. Douglas counters with his famous line, only in America. <laughs> Not the same. Nope. <laughs> no. we're just gonna wait. We're just gonna wait. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's when you know the kahuna tuned out when you throw in a nice yeah, boxing right? reference for him. He's just like, oh, look, uh, puppets. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, Listen. <laughs> now, uh, would there be buyer's remorse, Jackie, if you're married Todd, and then your husband that you chose over the guy who wanted to be your you know, husband, yeah. uh, and then the wannabe husband that you chose against uh, beats this guy for a Senate seat and in the debates?
3: I mean, I think that probably not.
1: She's a pretty loyal lady. I that's think. what
3: I'm saying. I feel like she knew she knew something was gonna come of little Abe, but it was just gonna take a little bit. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right.
1: Well, uh, Douglas would win the election narrowly. He keeps his seat over in Congress. Uh, Lincoln's speeches, I thought this was interesting that – we talk about fake news kind of mm-hmm. in the modern sense. But fake news has been around since the start of news. Of yeah. okay. <laughs> right. Right. It's so, just different names. Yeah. So what That's they did it. for this that they made me laugh was that if you were a pro-Douglas paper, which, by the way, my dad made a great point. You never know where Douglas really is on the slavery issue. He's arguing that it should be settled on the state level. State, yeah. So he's Not anti-federal right. government right, right now, which is the hallmark of being a Jacksonian Democrat is that the local government should be handling things.
2: So. Right. Let the, let the people decide or the locals decide <laughs> as to which way they want to go with all with all issues. Mm. Right. But, Could, you, you know, again, if I'm a, a slave owner, I'm reading as like, that's right. I, I've got to make the decision as to whether I should have slaves or not, not having the central government. Right. Right.
1: right. And then even within the slaveholding uh you know, kind of uh, alliance, if you will, there was different ideas on how slavery should be interpreted. And then uh, there was also the ideas that on the abolitionist side, there's, well, why are we against slavery? You know, was it because of the way the government – was it because of a biblical thing? Was it
2: right. the, the John Brown – Is it human rights or why is it states' against, rights or right. government rights? I mean and that whole argument went back right to the Declaration of Independence. So – I mean, right that's around, actually right right what Lincoln is uh, founding. That, that yeah. was uh, an issue. Lincoln's yeah. big on that one because
1: you're you're saying that uh, our founding document is not accurate. So, um, thought this was interesting though. He, uh, if you were a pro-Douglas paper, they were uh, misprinting Lincoln's speeches in order to make him seem more of a demagogue. And then uh, also, same thing uh, back and forth for if you were pro-Lincoln, that they were kind of lambasting Stephen A. Douglas. Now, Stephen A. Douglas, if you bring up a picture of him, Kahuna. I
3: want to see him. If
1: you see his, his, (laughs) he has the piercing eyes. It's, yeah, he's got like Rasputin eyes where they just kind of stare through you.
3: I'm not into it.
2: Nope. Uh, he looks like... Um, Got the same mole on the cheek that Abe did, though. I mean, maybe Mary Todd was into that, you know?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, just, if, he's only lacking facial hair. That was the only thing he's missing on that one. Um,
0: that forehead is probably the size of the state of Illinois.
1: Hey, you're talking to a room full of Irish people right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Included. I told you this.
1: <laughs> I know. It's uh, I forget what part of Ireland your family's from. <laughs> but... Uh, now, Douglas uh, goes on um, to win the election like we talked about here, but uh, Lincoln takes all of his speeches because he's angry that he's been uh, misquoted in a lot of these. Uh, he puts together all the speeches and it comes out. It, they're collected and printed out as a book, and the book is a massive success. This further
2: propels Lincoln to run for presidency just a few years later. OK? Yeah, he's now getting national notoriety. It's not just oh, – yeah. I mispronounced that once again. Sorry, Sandy. My wife is going to – You get notoriety over no, Yeah. What'd you say? Notoriety
1: instead of notoriety. Where is she? That's uh, Sandy Burke. She is uh, down in Virginia right now with her fantasy family, (laughs) 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 cousin Pammy and uh, her uh, her
2: nieces. So, but yeah, I mean now more than just the people of uh, Illinois are learning about Mr. Lincoln, and Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. you know, with the whole Lincoln Douglas debates, and he's now publishing his speeches as they were as they were written not as some newspaper misinterpreted it so Unreal. he's on the
1: national scene now sure is. Yep. so nevertheless at age 23 uh, Mary Todd becomes Mary Todd Lincoln by marrying Abe uh, she just goes by Mary Lincoln by the way for the rest of her life we just throw the Todd in because let's be honest there's a. it's fun to say <laughs> um,
3: it's got a better ring to it I, I, w- think. W- right. I would agree Mary actually yeah. Mary Lincoln is like nobody
2: Mary That's, Todd Lincoln. Right.
3: Mary Todd Lincoln. You're like, that, that gives bitch a, got money.
2: Gives it, a little, <laughs> gives it a little edge.
1: That's what yeah. I'm saying. Uh, two, two well-known families from uh, Kentucky? That's not bad mm-hmm. right there. So there's also a Mary Tyler Moore thing that for some reason pops in my head. I just picture... Uh, na, 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 na.
3: Yeah, that could na, na, na. work.
1: Yeah, I just picture Mary Todd throwing her hat up into the air, and then in the background you just see John Wilkes Booth freezing. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> We'll get to that here in a minute. <laughs>
3: oh, so dark. So dark. Uh,
1: at age 23, they get married. Um, the two were married November 4th, 1842. Uh, we know anybody who was born on November 4th,
2: LP? Yeah, I know some people that were
1: born on November 4th. It's, uh, also 1842, right? <laughs> 1842, <laughs> exactly. Um, their first child is born in 1843. They don't waste any time, J. Brown.
3: Nine months later, by the way.
1: Really? Yep. Yes, I have a note. Yep
3: saying that their wedding was not quite proper. Oh. So I think Lincoln hit it. <laughs> <laughs> he hit it. Hit it before. Got a preview. Got he a preview. got a preview, all right.
1: <laughs> Honest Abe, I have strong swimmers, Mary. <laughs> That's it,
3: exactly. <laughs> We're
1: going to need to get to the church.
3: Seriously. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to do. That's my research. I like to know <laughs> the, the sexual do the math. <laughs> past of my presidents.
1: I I shouldn't have done this one time but as you guys know if you're regular listeners or if you're my family which are my regular listeners uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I I once did the the research just to try to figure out when I would have been conceived and uh, you know I'm born September 11th and uh, I realized it was probably a winter break from school
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's beautiful
1: it is what it is right They didn't have cable back then but um, so so they go ahead. They, uh, they have um, the first of their four children. The first child was born in 1843. His name is Robert Todd Lincoln. Uh, Mary and Abel have four sons in total. All will be born in Springfield, Illinois. Their names are uh, Robert Todd, Eddie, Willie, and Tad. Uh, that, that sounds like dog names nowadays. I'm just saying. I mean, my, own, my own dog is named Eddie. Uh, here's the sad note. Yeah, well, Tad was actually Thomas. Yeah, Tad was a nickname. Oh yeah, yeah I knew that. Yeah, Tad yeah, was the yeah. nickname. But here's the the sad part: is that uh, uh, of all of the sons, only Robert Todd will actually outlive his mother, Mary Todd. Oh, right. So a lot of bad shit happens to the Lincoln family.
3: Damn. So yeah, poor Mary. Uh,
1: Stephen A. Douglas uh, he may have beaten Lincoln in the elections following the debates, but old Honest Abe is what we'd call a hot commodity now. And. Uh, after a successful stint as a member of the House of Representatives, Lincoln finds himself as the Republican – brand-new party emerging, by the way, uh, from, right. from the Whigs great
2: Whigs, not Democrats. Yeah,
1: it's uh, – because the Whigs even split into uh, cotton Whigs and uh, abolitionist uh, Whigs too, which gets all wacky. But uh, – so uh, Lincoln finds himself as the Republican nominee for the presidency. And here's the funny part. The Republic – the Whigs split, right? But the Democrats are also largely split due to their mixed feelings on slavery and the continuation of the union. Should we break into city-states? Should we break right. into two the separate nations? Right. All this a sudden. So now against Lincoln, the southern states and the Democrats couldn't agree on a candidate. So Lincoln, now running for president as a Republican, has to face off against John Breckinridge. You make fun of that. Like, people want to rip on the Democrats right now for running, like, 20 nominees <laughs> or whatever. But this is what happened uh, to them back in the day here. Uh, they run uh, John Breckenridge, John Bell. And uh, you want to take a guess as to who the last person was, Jackie Byrne?
2: The, the – uh,
3: Jefferson Davis.
1: The candidates. No, oh no! Uh, the
3: that candidates. Would be is that hilarious, what you're hilarious, though. Oh, I have no idea. Stephen I got nothing. A. Douglas. Oh, Stevie's
1: back. Stevie's he's back in back. the game Ooh. now. So now uh, he's in there. He has a chance to sense. foil, you know, to foil Abraham Lincoln's plans yet again. Uh, but by carrying the entire North, Abraham Lincoln is now the 16th president of the United States, Ooh. and Mary Todd is now the first person to be known as the First Lady. So, Take
3: that, Stevie. We,
1: exactly. She goes, uh, you know, we, we lost the Senate seat, but I guess we'll just have to settle for the presidency. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So uh, Lincoln is inaugurated in March. Now, get this is where Lincoln's life is incredible. Lincoln is inaugurated in March, and the Civil War begins that April.
3: Unbelievable.
1: So our and It was busy. pretty
2: much that for the South. That's what tore it. I mm-hmm. mean, the, for Lincoln to come out and say that he's anti-slavery and now he's elected president, uh, they were like, "That's it. We're, we're done. Lives. We're out of yeah. here because uh, mm-hmm. states' rights is going to reign supreme, and that gives us the right to secede from the union because we don't we don't get along with you guys."
1: That's why he's always
2: funny too, because he he used federal
1: power to uh, uh, force his will on the states, but he's also the the father in, in a sense of the Republican Party, which right. is all. So there's a lot of um, the dichotomy of the times
2: is always it's interesting. Really. Um, so. I think what's interesting too is that he is now. President-elect and there's a, uh, a train trip, if you will, planned out to take him through the north and then down through Baltimore and into Washington, D.C. for his inauguration. And that's when it first becomes uh, apparent that there's a, a suspicion that he's going to be assassinated on his way to Washington.
3: Oh, is that true?
2: Oh, yeah. There was there was many different assassination attempts of Lincoln. Interesting. And so now you got to, you know, put you put you in uh, Mary's mindset too. That, you know, my husband was just elected president of the United States. I'm going to be first lady. But you're you're now you're telling me that he's probably going to be, you know, there's an attempt on his life before he even becomes president. That, That's crazy. Um, yeah, and there was, was a whole big uh, hullabaloo about uh, him sneaking into Washington for his inauguration because he came into Washington at night because at the time, the railroads weren't linking up, but Baltimore was key. That was one of the reasons why Lincoln, as soon as he became president and the Civil War started, that we got to make sure that we get um, Baltimore into the Union because it was such a strategic area. Mm-hmm. And that whole state was equally divided between slave and and, and abolitionists. But anyhow, in Baltimore, you couldn't just take a direct route. You had to actually have the railroad cars come off the track and go down the street with horse drawn uh, railroad cars before they could be placed onto the new track that would take you the <laughs> final leg into oh Washington. My God, that's crazy. I mean, it's wacky. So now they were. So it's and, like taxiing for you know, a all year of to plan? This, All You're of right? this was pre announced. In the newspapers, and you know you'll be able to see Lincoln here, 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 you know, through New Jersey, bop, wow. bop, all the way down into Baltimore, where he's going to have to change trains and everything else. So, if you're planning to kill the guy, I mean,
3: you got opportunities. <laughs> you you anyway, got his whole right? itinerary
2: laid Jeez, out in front of you in the newspaper. Bad. Now,
1: just a, a little side note here too: uh, at this time, no president has been assassinated. No, it's never happened. That it, no. it was,
2: and that was. A total, total dishonorable way of going about things. I mean, oh, you, yeah. you might disagree with the guy, but uh, you know well, not kill I said, him. Yeah, yeah. You don't right. Right. him. You are an assassinator. Now, know?
1: nobody successfully had assassinated a president, but there were attempts in the past. One of the attempts was on Andrew Jackson himself, who then uh, chased the assassin <laughs> beat the and shit. beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, different times back then, we'll different put it right. <laughs> right. So... Um, now, as first lady, now Jay Byrne, you and me, we both do comedy in New Jersey, yes. and then sometimes we have to do comedy in New York City. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about you, okay, <laughs> but the, there's a there's a transit. We don't change, but in the car ride, where our when our geographical location changes, yes. all of a sudden we're perceived differently. Sure. So you proudly wear the badge of Jersey girl when you're in New York City. I've seen you do it. I do, uh, and and I, I wish I had that confidence. though because my thing is, I get over there and I just realized I was like, you know, I wasn't this ugly. Like four miles ago, <laughs> you know, because I'm, I'm like I'm okay in Jersey, and then I get over to New York City, and I was like, man, I haven't seen one girl that's not a model in like ten minutes. You know, it, it oh, gets...
3: really? See, they all look like farmers to me. Really? Yeah, they're all like hipsters.
1: Oh, it depends on what part. You're you're absolutely right on that one. You know what it is? Is it uh? When I <laughs>
3: Everyone's gender neutral when I get to the city. I don't know. I'm the only one wearing like hot pink and leopard, so it's... I'm just like I'm a fucking dime here. <laughs>
1: Well played, Jackie. Well played.
3: <laughs> Sorry, no offense, girls. But <laughs> no, uh,
1: you know what it is? It's uh, it's Mary. I don't think
3: it's the same. They don't care as much. I think Jer- Jersey's flashier.
1: There's definitely That's it, what it's I a different could say style that. too. Because I, I can't, I couldn't explain it. But down in Florida, I was just like, why is nobody? Not, I haven't seen one leopard print anything. I haven't. Why
3: is nobody trying? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no one's playing. No one's
1: hair is big. What's the deal? <laughs> right, right. But. Uh, now uh, imagine this: is that uh, Mary, who saw herself as like uh, kind of high society over in Kentucky, uh, has been labeled as a Westerner, as a first lady mm-hmm. now. Right. So now she's she has looked
2: to, down mm-hmm. upon as like she's yeah. rough around the edges, uncouth, and uh, she's yeah. got to mingle with the East Coast
1: elite now. Oh yes, yeah. excellent. Uh, her critics cited her bad manners and found her ill-suited for the role of first lady because mm-hmm. she couldn't navigate high society feuds and engagements. Um, she was also highly vilified for going over the budget on a refurbishment of the oh, White House. big time. Yeah, do you know
2: anything about this?
3: I just know that she... Um she spent a lot of money during a time that the country did not have a yep. lot of money.
2: <laughs> yeah, you are find her fight a war, and meanwhile yeah. the First Lady is redecorating the White House.
1: She's
3: got more than 14 rooms, you know what I mean?
1: Congress had to have two separate votes to uh, allow two larger appropriations to cover the bill for that. And Lincoln's just like, I don't know what she's doing, guys, yeah. all right? <laughs> Breaking my balls. But uh, pissed off Abe pretty bad. That's like... One of the only times you ever see him actually be critical of uh, Mary Todd, because otherwise they were a pretty happy couple. They uh, they loved each other, um, but uh, she's getting criticized left and right here. Uh, now, unfortunately, Mary and Abe had already lost a child. Their son Eddie had passed away at age six. Okay. I think it was three, but three? Yeah. Okay, maybe I have my did, numbers wrong. He
2: didn't. He didn't make his fourth birthday.
3: Yeah, I have that. He died a month before Got his it. fourth birthday.
1: Okay, I had the, uh, my shit's wrong then. All right, fucking Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> uh mary's time at the white house was uh, often unhappy and tragic she also suffered we found this one out this was wild she suffered a head injury in a carriage accident that was what was it bringing her back to the white house right
2: yeah that was uh you know a lot of people think of the white house as as the white house and they did absolutely spend time there but um at the time washington washington is a whole there's no doubt about it i mean you know President Trump said about draining the swamp. Well, it truly was a swamp that a lot of the, a lot of the areas that we know as Washington, D.C. was swampland that had to be drained. The whole um, mall, the whole mall area, where now where the Lincoln Memorial and all that kind of stuff is now, that was nothing but swampland. That was a, a big to-do over that. But anyhow— Kahuna, do you want to guess, by the way, uh, where a
1: lot of the presidents would spend their summers— so they could get out of the swamp in DC.
0: I don't even want to take a gander. What well, is it?
1: President uh, Grant, right, Dad? Tell me, stop me when I'm wrong here. President Grant declared Long Branch, New Jersey, the summer capital of the United <laughs> States. Yeah, that's true. That's what? A, that's there's our right. Jersey
2: connection for uh, for this particular episode because Washington D.C. Washington D.C. in the summertime is not a pleasant place to be, and back then. In eighteen, you know, sixty-one, that was even worse because it was it was really surrounded by, by swampland. So, you know, it, and it smelled. Just a short distance behind the White House was an open canal that was treated as an open cesspool, open sewage pit. So, and a lot of people commented about, you know, the, the, the fumes, the aromas. Or <laughs> wafting through wow. the windows of the White House. Oof. So if you could get out of Washington in the summertime, that was a that was a that was the move to make. And actually uh, Mary uh, takes a short little vacation to get out of get out of Dodge, get out of Washington DC in even August, after
0: all those renovations. <laughs> yeah. She,
2: damn well she was just, letting must, the
0: paint
3: dry, you know. She, she
2: that must so not different. have looked good. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's in August of 1861, so you got the Ooh. August heat of 1861. The first battle, the first land battle of the Civil War, just took place at Bull Run. The Union gets the shit kicked out of them, and Mary, des- excuse me, Mary decides that it's quote absolutely necessary to her health that she should enjoy a release from her arduous responsibilities in the more invigorating air of the seashore. And where does she go? See,
0: just because you word it fancy doesn't I know, mean yes, it? it's, right. not, it's better. It sounds good, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: But she chooses uh, Long Branch, New Jersey to, uh, to vacation. And Long Branch, New Jersey at that time was like one of the big three. Newport, Rhode Island, mm. um, um, the seashore of uh, Cape May, New Jersey, and then Long Branch. And as a matter of fact, even to this day, there's a park in the middle of Long Branch called the Seven Presidents Park.
1: And guess who died in Long Branch, New Jersey, Kahuna?
2: Well, one of our oh, it goes back. See, he's not taking notes. Yep. He's not taking notes. <laughs> I just like
0: to, I just like it this way. Let's no, no, it all works. <laughs>
1: James A. Garfield, remember he died? Oh my yeah, god! In, yeah, uh, he died in yeah he
0: died in Long in Long Branch, uh, New Jersey. Oh no! But, sad fuck. Uh, so wait, so uh, never mind. I'm good. Just this is, this is <laughs> just uh, this is too much for Big Kahuna today. This is crazy. Grant,
2: so, Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Harrison, McKinley, and Wilson, all vacationed in that's Long Branch, really cool. New Jersey, I didn't and understand of that. course the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Obviously, that's, <laughs> <laughs> but that's why in the middle of Long Branch now is a Seven Presidents Park because there was. It, seven I, I like different to picture all them
1: standing at a DJ's online on Tiki <laughs> Mondays or something like that,
2: going for the ice cream and the. And it's the a beach
0: now. <laughs> it's, they they moved it. It's the beach.
2: Yeah. That's, that's so cool. I love this shit. Love. <laughs>
0: well, uh,
1: now, unfortunately, because of that swamp over there, they do say that that is uh, one of the, the leading uh, suspects, if you will, for why uh, young Willie Lincoln dies at age 12 of typhoid fever. Right, Dad?
2: Yeah, that, um, you know, immediately, actually, it was President Buchanan that suggested, hey, rather than spend the summers here in Washington, D.C., about three miles away, there's a place called the, ol- the Old Soldier's Home. Um, it was a private estate. It was a plantation just north of Washington. And then... Uh, so I forget who had the place built, but it was a palatial mansion with a number of different what they called cottages, but these were like 32-room wow, cottages. Wow. Like like Newport, all the mansions in Newport, right. they called summer cottages. Well, it was the same kind of ilk, these gothic, you know, um, architectural wonders, if you will. Um, but they... The, the Lincolns take up residencies from like June through November at the, uh, at the old – what became known as the old soldier's home. And then Abe would ride back and forth from the old soldier's home to the White House for conducting business. But there was an incident where Mary's coming back into, into D.C. and she's thrown from um, the, the buckboard seat – of the carriage that she's in. And it's speculated that that was another assassination or uh, an attempt to capture Lincoln. This poor goddamn woman. But poor Mary was the receiver. Then Now she's thrown from this carriage. um, Meanwhile, she's riding past like all, all the wounded and the army posts and everything else because Washington is now surrounded with, with the army. Um, But she's thrown from this, and she's not seriously injured. But she does take a shot to the back of the head that did require stitches. And again, there's some speculation that, you know, under the stress, and now, and she's always suffered from migraine headaches. So, and this is just one more. Two of her kids are dead now, right?
1: You know, Um, now also in addition to this, by the way, the Todd family, like we talked about at the beginning of the episode, slaveholding family. All right, Um, and they were all from a slaveholding border state. And while she was married to the Commander-in-Chief of the United States, Jackie, you know where we're going with this? I think so. Oh, man. her. Uh... Yeah, things aren't going so good for the rest of her family. Some of those uh, half-brothers and sisters, her half-brothers, Sam and Alec Todd, are both killed during the Civil War, as well as her half-sister, who she was pretty close with. Uh, her husband, a Confederate general, actually winds up dying. Now, LP, you told me something weird about that.
2: Um, yeah, now, the. Of the fourteen, at the time of the, of the Civil War, we're going to say 1861. There's fourteen living Todd children. Um, one, uh, I guess, six from his first marriage, and then eight from the second marriage.
0: Now, these are the kids that she got kicked to the curb over. You're talking from earlier,
1: uh, right? Sort of. Yeah, right, yeah. She yeah. grew up yeah. with them. Well, her mother,
2: her mother died, and it, with her, her mother, her natural mother, birth mother, was died giving birth to child number seven. But then Mama Number 2 um, went on to, I think, have eight more kids. Um,
1: Let's just put it this way. It was a shitload. A lot load. of kids. So yeah. The more people you know, the more tragedy but, um, can befall you. But the
2: 14 living Todd children, six of them sided with the Union. And eight of them sided with the Confederacy. Uh, either either by marriage. Yeah, so you talk about a nation divided or a house divided. And brother, you know the Civil War sometimes wow. is referred A house to divided as
0: divided against itself. Right. Yes, you talk oh, no. about
2: uh, you know the Civil War being where brother was against brother. Well, this is this is truly really truly the situation. Imagine wow. Thanksgiving at that That's time. What I was thinking, the same thing. Right. right. So now, um, what was her name, Ellie? Yeah, we'll call her that for because um, it's it, her, her sister, Ellie, or um, stepsister, Ellie. Uh, marries and this guy goes on to become a civil a confederate general and he dies at Chickamauga so now her stepsister is now widowed and from all reports emily is she's a smoke show
3: <laughs> 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 yeah. she, is,
2: she is absolutely a good looking babe she's now a, a young widow of 26 with three oh my three gosh. kids and um, they make arrangements for her to come to the White House. Oh, yeah, now, uh, she's yeah. a Confederate. Abe makes arrangements for her to come to the to the White House to spend some time. Uh, Mary just suffered the loss of, of young uh, Willie. Mm-hmm. Who was the favorite, pretty who much. Who was the favorite, yeah. right? So she just had uh, an 11-year-old die. Her stepsister just had her husband killed. Her stepsister is now brought to uh, Washington to stay in Washington. But what was interesting about that, it says, that, you know, Lincoln made arrangements. Well, she refused to, to sign the Oath of Allegiance in order to come through the Union lines. She refused that. So she – but then Lincoln gave her like a special dispensation. Lincoln himself called her little sister. He, he was really, uh, um, you know, liking her. And not, not in a not because in an appropriate manner but and felt sorry for her I mean can you imagine Lincoln's got a pack of in-laws that are really giving him fits that uh, yep and uh, we'll just say that the, the Todd family was the, the absolutely the troublesome Todds because uh, there was a number of different instances and some of the some of the Todds were surgeons who mistreated Union uh, Union prisoners. There was there was one incident where one of the Todds was uh, a warden of a, of a Confederate prison, and he's kicking the dead corpse of a Union soldier out into the street. That doesn't make for good <laughs> good PR, you know. Not really. No,
0: no. Yeah.
2: Here you're supposed to be taking care of these guys, and he's kicking the,
1: kicking the corpse. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one on that. Um, I, I do want to get into this real quickly here because we, we have the whole – we have the abrupt yeah, left know. turn we have to get to on her life. Um, but uh, the point is there's a lot of tragedy befalling old Mary Todd. She's got uh, her family she grew up with. Uh, a lot of them are fighting against uh, the army that her husband is now in control of. Uh, two of her children have now passed away. Uh, you know, She had the, the whole tragic death of her mother. She's got a nice head injury. She's also got some little cracks in the old mental clarity, Jackie Burton. Yeah. Um, yeah, she. Uh, did you find anything else better? What what historians might think she had? Bipolar. Yeah, so bipolar disorder. Bipolar disorder. Uh, she often had public outbursts, displayed a fierce temper, uh, <laughs> mood swings, overspending on things like jewelry, uh, and her constant plaguing of migraines were all thought to be from possible grief over the death of her son Willie. Now uh, Mary was bedridden uh, and looked after by a nurse for three weeks following the death of Willie. She was unable to care for. Her youngest son, Tad, and also was unable to attend the funeral of Willie, that she was that just destroyed. I mean, Lincoln didn't know if he was getting her back at that point. so anyway, uh, shortly after the death of Tad, uh, Mary Todd becomes passionate about New Age spiritualism. Did you get in any of this, Jack?
3: No, I didn't, I'm fascinated. Oh, yeah. uh, we,
1: this this is the left turn uh-huh. here, where- Oh, um, I don't
3: know, guys. Cue the,
1: cre- the creepy music, I'm having, yeah. I'm having flashbacks. Too. I know, this. <laughs> so. been, I'm
3: having a little bit of flashbacks too, let's
1: go. So is gonna be sleeping with the lights on tonight <laughs> in about 30 seconds. All right, let's so, hear,
3: talk um, let's, let's do it. She
1: falls into uh, this idea of New Age spiritualism and begins holding seances in the White House Red Room, and also in the Old Soldier's Home. In right?
2: The Old Soldier's Home, their their summer quarters, if you will, the summer White House. Reportedly, on at
1: least one occasion, Abe Lincoln was present for the seance here. So that leads us to the abrupt left turn question, Dad, what the fuck is spiritualism?
2: Well, spiritualism, um, start pre. Pre-Civil War, there was a whole big movement, a whole religious movement, if you will, that there was a, uh, a second coming kind of a thing or um, second revelation that a lot of people were turning towards a more religious life. And there was a huge uh, undertaking, if you will, in New York State. Where that really went the the, the Latter day Saints, the Mormons uh, really had their grassroots the Seventh
1: day Adventists the, uh, the, the Kellogg's, if you will, from yeah. a previous episode. Uh,
2: New York State was one of the hotbeds of this whole uh, the religious Anita rebirth. Cult. Right.
3: The United, the United <laughs> cult going back That's to the right. Damn. Favorite.
2: Yeah, so it was uh, a lot of different things or a lot of different viewpoints are coming out, but there's um uh, girls by the name of uh, Fox, the Fox sisters. Actually, there was three sisters who are reported to be able to um, speak to spirits, speak to the other side if you will, through wrappings. Uh, now, uh, now, different wrappings than what your family's known for, Cordes. Okay. All right? Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that wrapping hasn't come up.
0: It's like you really read my mind in that moment because I was thinking, I was like, Hip hop back then. How would that? <laughs> <add>? <laughs> I'm like, hmm, once right. upon a time in a nursery rhyme.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> knocking, knocking, rapping. No, I, I know, I know, I, know. I know. Okay, <laughs> Big is not that stupid. Uh,
3: <laughs> but anyhow, these
2: two sisters, and they're young. They're like 11 and 14. The Fox sisters, um, are living with their parents, and they're hearing these knocking noises. In the middle of the night, and they're attributing it to um, somebody One, that was two, murdered.
0: Freddy's coming a local, for you. <laughs> yeah,
2: a local peddler was murdered and buried in the basement of their house. So they think that the house is Ooh. haunted, and these sisters mm-hmm. are are communicating with them. Um, they
0: he was buried in the basement.
2: Well, wasn't that weird? They, yeah. Late, That's
0: not
3: later whole there was a
2: question in of itself, but yeah. continue. Yeah, later there was excavations in the basement, and they did find bones and and that kind of thing. So they, that whole thing is being drummed up. Hey,
1: excavation! Shout out to all my boys over a public sewer. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be digging a trench for people to shit in all next week. So. Yeah. These uh, if these, you dig up bones, I swear to God,
2: <laughs> it's happened these Fox sisters uh, make a big sensation and they go on to um, start to have uh, shows, if you will, that they're in in lecture halls and stuff going on and and they're conjuring up the spirits in these darkened lecture halls with hundreds of people present and everything else and they're hearing these knocking noises and others key into that and they start to become so-called mediums that they're able to communicate with not necessarily the dead, but with the spirits, that, mm. the, the other the other world, if you mm-hmm. will. There's like an in-between world uh, here on earth and in what you might conjure up as, as heaven, that there's in-betweens um, spirits that are there. Well, anyhow, this whole spiritualism is really given birth due to what these fox sisters are able to um, conjure up. And there's a lot of imitators to that that you know now all of a sudden i'm a medium and i'm going to be able to uh, speak to the to the dead and um jackie have you ever
1: gone to a, a medium or i've not no i always want to ask somebody because i don't know how but there's always a tarot card reading place in jersey with the most expensive real estate in the like i don't understand it. there's so many of them you know what i mean it's got to yeah. be some hell of a business
2: yeah they're, they're making money and and i i think or they just knew of, when the market was going to tank. Were longing so. for that, to, to be, who wouldn't want to speak to uh, a dead relative, kind right? Of thing. Especially of during the Civil War. Yeah. See, so. I yeah, well, it's th-
0: weird with that stuff because, like, my luck, I actually go to one that's actually legit, and then they're like, <laughs> "Your dad's watching" or some shit, and I'm like, "Ah, crap!" So, <laughs> yeah, Dad knows some shit now. <laughs> so I'm going. So when I end up going up, he's like, "Yeah, remember that time? Remember that time back in like 2018? Yeah, I saw." Haha. <laughs> uh, fucking <friggin'> asshole. Dad <laughs> wants to know,
1: who is Brandy Love? <laughs> so,
2: um, yeah, but anyhow, actually, uh, predecessors, First ladies' predecessors. Correct,
1: because Mary Todd's not the first to do she's this. She's not the
2: first it's to the have first a seance in the White House, but um, she's the first one who really makes it public knowledge that this is going on. But uh, Jane Pierce, uh, while her husband is on the way to be inaugurated, there's a train accident. The train rolls over. Um, Jane Pierce and her husband survive, but the son is crushed. His head is crushed.
3: Oh my God!
2: And she sees this. So I mean, that re- that really made Jane Pierce come undone. And she was always like, "I'm, I'm such a bad mother." And she's all desperately trying to apologize to her dead son that you know she wasn't a good mother. So she gets involved with these whole mediums, all the spiritualists. So she's big. It's not just, you know, isolated incidents. This is like uh, the current thing going across the country that there's a lot of people it's really uh, trying yeah, to reach Steve the Jobs other side. Steve Jobs type shit,
1: you know?
2: Yeah, it's there are a lot of people really trying to reach the other side. But uh, Mary Todd does have a number of, of seances in the, in the White House and is trying to um, speak to um, – that Willie Willie was obviously, William was the the favorite. And again, whether it's the power of suggestion or whatever, but um, she confides in her stepsister who just lost his husband, right, the Confederate that just came is now living in the White House, that she sees Willie every night at the foot of her bed. And sometimes she brings along um, the younger one that died when he was three. Uh, Sometimes Eddie Eddie will be there. Sometimes Eddie's there as well.
3: Oh yeah. my, that's so a lot. She's, that's struggling. A lot. Yeah. Now, she's struggling.
1: Jane Pierce also used to uh, supposedly one of the mediums was able to contact her uh, um, her dead son as well. There was a lot of conversation, but so very creepy stuff Terrible. here for the time. But uh, Mary Todd, uh, it, it's there are cracks like we're showing here. But uh, Mary Todd served alongside her husband dutifully uh, though and supported him endlessly. Uh, in happier moments, she also regularly... Because she's not just... I don't want to paint this picture of just a sad woman here. She's... Uh, on good days, she's visiting the wounded soldiers, and she's helping them write letters to their families because a lot of them are illiterate. Yeah.
2: So... Yeah, now, but so she's seeing... Horrific stuff. Oh yeah, say, Our whole yeah. life is surrounded by she like that yeah. stuff. Yeah, there's almost a, uh, a Christ-like uh,
1: thing with Lincoln too, where it's just the, the amount of suffering they have to go through that we have to take Lincoln's life to preserve the land. There's I always read some cool shit about that, but uh, bummer stuff here.
2: And, and like her, anything else, too, a lot of these mediums, they're, they're, they're hucksters. Full of I mean, shit. Charlottes, yeah,
1: yeah. Right. Well, we get into that towards the very end here. But uh, she and her husband uh, presided over the country during its most tenuous stretch. And uh, after Abe won re-election in 1864, side note, want to guess who uh, – you'll never guess it, Kahuna. I love you. But you'll never guess <laughs> it. It's, I, I barely knew it, to be honest with you. Um, fun fact about New Jersey. New Jersey is the only state that never voted for Lincoln in either election. Really? He did not win New Jersey either time. And the idea I found out it's because it was big on the Jacksonian Democrats over here, which, you know, depending on how you feel about all that. Right. Um, But uh, the candidate in 1864 was, get this, Lincoln ran against uh, one of his own sitting generals, uh, George B. McClellan, whom he'd had a a feud with, you know, uh, during the war about, you know, uh, different defensive strategies and stuff. But uh, he, uh, he also winds up being the future governor of New Jersey, George B. McClellan. So another Jersey tie in here for you today.
2: Interesting. Yeah, um, McClellan was uh, one of the early generals that uh, Lincoln appointed as uh, the, the head of the Army of the Potomac. And, a little
1: too pragmatic.
2: Uh, they, yeah, a little too pragmatic. And he had a change of heart because initially he was, uh, you know, we're going to capture Richmond and end this whole thing. But then when he started to see the horrors of war as it was fought at the time, that, you know, there was just way too much death going on that he started to really ran on a... On a peace let's just let's just form a truce with these guys and end the hostilities um and what was interesting the vast majority of the soldiers in the field didn't vote for mcclellan to end it they voted for lincoln mm-hmm. to continue on with the war
3: interesting yeah i wonder why that's fascinating
1: bad stuff on that one um now we're gonna fast forward just a little bit here because uh now the expectation is that now that uh, lincoln's been re-elected robert e lee has just surrendered their uh the Army of Northern Virginia, and that uh, it's now expected that the rest of the Confederates are going to also lay down their arms, Lincoln can finally begin for the first time in his presidency to preside over a nation at peace.
2: Yeah, the, the, his big uh, military nemesis was uh, Robert E. Lee, mm-hmm. and Lee just surrendered, and there are still are other Confederate armies scattered around, but Lee was the first and, and the biggest to, uh, to lay down arms. And uh, Abe comes over and he says, Mary...
1: We're going out tonight, baby. All right. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. What? Yeah. yeah. Abe and Mary's plan is to attend a show. I up. <laughs> Do you know really the name of the play, by the way?
3: Oh, I had it somewhere. Wait.
1: I figured you would. Oh my. Damn it. Hold on. Um, Just
3: say it. Forget about the time I find it. I a, did read it.
1: Our American cousin. Yes. Um so but uh, it's uh held over at Ford's Theater, so um, and uh, the information that he's going to be at the theater is leaked to the papers. I mean, uh, Lincoln is, you just got reelected as president. There's the idea that maybe things are going to go back to normal here. Everything's going to be okay. Now, uh, they're seated up in the balcony. And uh, by the way, I thought
2: this just was just a n- little side note, too. Yeah. I want to throw in there Mary's headache? No. Uh, I was going to say that Lincoln and Mary, Abe and Mary were going to go to the show, mm-hmm. but he was also going to bring along. Um, Grant, right?
3: Grant. That's what I have, too. Grant and his wife.
2: And Grant said, no freaking way. I mean, I just, you know, he just rode from Appomattox to Washington two days ago. The the, the signing at Appomattox only was two days ago. And actually, uh, Lincoln's oldest son, Robert, just came back to Washington, D.C. because he was at— the signing of the, of the uh, surrender. Could of
1: you Max. imagine if Ulysses S. Grant was able to beat the shit out of John Wilkes Booth? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is your alternative. Well, alternate it would
3: have history. definitely affected the plan, I think, for yeah, sure. it yeah. would have to gone through. Mary
1: had a headache or something. Yeah. Had well, Mary had a headache, rainstorm. and she did not want Didn't to want go. Didn't want to go, right. And Lincoln said, uh, we have to go. The papers have announced that we have to show our face or whatever. So they go out there, and then um, she starts feeling better. They're sitting up in the balcony, and during the third act... Uh, Abe holds Mary's hand, mm-hmm. and the the two draw a little bit closer. And then uh, you know she's even saying like, "Oh, what are they going to think of me doting so closely on you?" And Lincoln goes, uh, "They won't think anything at all." And then uh, John Wilkes Booth fucks up that little hallmark moment. Yeah,
2: comes in the back door,
1: and so play. you know what I mean. Fucking actors. Fucking actors, man. <laughs> um, Over dramatic. Yeah. So uh, now everything's pretty much ruined here. Uh, in and we, I don't want to waste. Um, a future episode on john wilkes booth i think we all know who he was um he was a wild guy his life makes no sense whatsoever uh the biggest manhunt at the time in history is now right. going to be conducted hunting him down mm-hmm. but uh, unfortunately he is century. he is abe lincoln's um assassin uh, abe, just a,
2: a little i gotta throw it in here I, <laughs> he's so I excited <laughs> <I know
3: you>. <laughs> <laughs> like you. he's like please let me talk
2: Yeah, you know, mary todd had a number of uh um, spiritualists. Good point. Performing the seances into, into, uh, in the White House. And it turns out that one of the spiritualists, um, more than likely was a good drinking buddy of, uh, Wilkes Booth that, um, you know, he, are you serious? Asked, yeah. That, um, this one spiritualist, uh, oh, come on, give me his name. Uh, oh God.
1: It's all good. You know, not Cholchester. Chol Cholchester.
2: Right. Yeah. All right. So, but this guy was a real character. Very flamboyant. He was also a booze bag, because like if you asked him, "Hey, you want to go out for drinks?" He would stop in the middle of the street and put his hand on the lamppost. and let me let me see what the spirits say. And oh, like wow. he'd like uh, you know give it. A, yeah, let's go drinking. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but he was. I believe he was. In the same boarding house, or frequented the same boarding house um, that John Wilkes Booth uh, was seen in and out of. You know, so they 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 hung out from time to time uh, in drinking. Wow. There's
1: also a weird story of uh, I don't remember the exact context, but I want to say that uh, one of Lincoln's sons actually saved Booth's brother from a, a train accident or something like just that. The,
2: just the other way around. The other way, I'm Booth's sorry, I got that brother, wrong. Yeah. Who was also an actor. Saved Robert Todd from a train accident. Didn't know who he was. Wow! But Robert Todd is coming back from college, and is stopping another you know, Jersey tie-in. Are you? Stopping serious? in the Jersey City train station, and he's getting out of the train and he's on the platform, and there's a whole throng of people and he's pushed back and his foot gets caught between the space between the train and the platform, and would have been you know pulled down into the <laughs> into Holy the train track crap. and. Edward Booth I can't, I can't remember Booth's it might name. be but uh but Ed B- Booth's brother grabs a hole of him and pulls him back up onto wow, the up, up onto weird. the platform yeah. and saves his life. And
1: true story Robert Todd did not say thank you and that's why karma got back to him. <laughs> oh my um,
3: god.
1: to to move forward here so we can just hit the the Ooh. later part of her life cuz I mean Burn, if you have any notes you want to jump in with you yeah, yeah, just yeah, yell don't worry at me about on this me, stuff. I, will. I know that but you did notes I want to make sure we get to them.
3: No you got them. We're doing um, them.
1: Abe unfortunately dies the next day. Mary is by his side when uh, he passed. She'd previously been removed from the room due to becoming so unhinged with guilt. Uh, I mean, she was just, she was, like, absolute, they were super tight. Like, I know she was a little bit of a a
2: batshit crazy woman, but these two loved each other. Well,
3: tragedy will also bond you a little
2: bit. uh, Oh, yeah, excellent point. Yeah, when Um, you're holding the hand of your husband and uh, he gets shot in the head and, you know, Blood and brains are probably scattered on you. And-
3: yeah.
1: No,
2: I very thought-
3: Jackie O. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: We're bringing it Absolutely. back, seriously, Absolutely. Same thing. The, the similarities between the two are very creepy, by the way, uh, yeah. For, yeah. for the assassination. We'll do something on that. For you little, should, because the,
3: yeah. there's, yeah. there's anyway, a lot of There's a lot of similarities. similarities. Yeah, a of course.
1: Of. Mary Todd will only wear black now for the remainder of her life, by the yeah. way. And, she had uh, to
3: sell all her ball gowns.
1: She did. Devastating and, uh,
3: fact. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: for like, me anyway <laughs> the children and the husband can go but not my shoes not
3: my fucking Halston ball gown <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, there was a, a, a thing too though, that they were saying that as uh, Lincoln died his face there was a calm that came over him and you realize it's like we gave this guy like it wasn't a nuclear war or anything like that there was no button for him to push but he his entire life was under the most stress I think any human beings ever been under yeah. seriously. So, Lincoln pretty uh, remarkable guy there
2: Uh, Stress not only from the office, but I mean the home life stress with kids dying, uh, in laws (laughs) screwing up. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, your your wife is not real well. And
1: uh, now, uh, unfortunately, this is where Mary Todd she has a little bit of sympathy built up for a little while, and then she goes right back to being uh, a laughing stock. Where they don't really uh, they 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 find her zany and wacky and shit. Um, Mary takes the remaining sons with her back to Chicago. Uh, Robert Todd is now becoming a rising star of a lawyer. And would later go on to serve as the Secretary of War for James A. Garfield, where he was present at the assassination of James A. Garfield by the coward Charles J. Gateau. Um, passed by a slim margin, Congress agrees to pay an annual pension of three thousand dollars a year. Jay Jayburn, what could you do with three thousand dollars a year?
3: Uh, not too much right now. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> I would like you.
3: more, but back in the back in those we would, days, yeah, I should I have adjusted it for fine. inflation. Yeah. <laughs> I can make that work.
1: Um, it was not a popular decision, by the way. It was unheard of at the time. But she uh, she sold herself as a uh, um, a widow, that uh, just as a soldier's widow, and uh, she right, actually there were
2: soldiers' pensions being mm-hmm. being paid. So why shouldn't she, as as the wife of the commander commander chief? Mm-hmm. Right. So uh,
1: now uh, her attempt to
2: sell her White
1: House wardrobe,
2: as Jackie was talking about, to pay off her debts
1: only gets her even more negative attention. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she winds up actually getting kind of hoodwinked on the, uh, the the property. She winds up leaving. The guy she sells it to in New York, I believe, uh, kind of pulls uh, some, some backdoor moves on her a little bit and kind of cons her and plays on her a little bit. Right. And she winds up leaving there having sold all that stuff and having less money than when she arrived.
2: Right. The so, cost of the trip and the stay and everything else. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, she's now she has this complete irrational fear of poverty, too, by the way, which mm-hmm. I found interesting. So uh, her image is uh, she keeps getting kind of uh, cast in wackier and wackier uh, uh, positions uh, throughout the later half of her life here. But uh, her attempt to sell the wardrobe does not go well for her. And at the time of Lincoln's death, Mary Todd owed a large amount of money to a local jeweler. And uh, out of pity and the respect, uh, the jeweler actually settled the debt for her. Okay. Um, Mary and Tad now travel and spend time over in Europe, and tragedy wasn't quite done with Mary Todd, though. Uh, upon their return to America, Tad dies at age 18. Now, you said he had a cleft palate?
2: Yeah, he was a oh. – he had a cleft palate and, uh, you know, because of that, had a, a speech impediment. Uh, he really didn't go to school while they were still living in the in the White House. He goes to school later on, but, um, you know, he, he had some difficulties himself. But he now dies at 18, so that's one more. You know, she's uh, three out of the four kids. It's unbelievable. uh, She's out surviving three out of four children. Yeah, it
1: ain't good. Um, It's not good. So I obviously feel terrible by that. The the overwhelming grief combined with this increasingly odd behavior leads to uh, some concern over Mary's well-being. Uh, One of her more peculiar behaviors was this constant fear of being bankrupt. uh, So much so, in fact, that she walked around with... $56,000 $56,000 worth of government bonds sewn into her petticoats. That doesn't you even imagine? sound comfortable. No,
3: no way. Yeah.
1: Like, what, it's, I mean, I, I... Well, you always gotta have mad money, that, you know. <laughs> and Kahuna, don't worry, I know we're gonna be uh, wrapping it up here shortly, man. But well, I'm um, not
0: worried. Keep going, no, man. I know
1: that, but we already walked the intern. You know, he seemed like a good guy, but... <laughs> he barely goes, ah, I gotta be like, I'm got. i gonna need more than four college credits for this shit. Oh, God.
0: Um,
1: but, uh... Yeah, she was walking around with $56,000 worth of government bonds sewn Dang. into her petticoats and still had her $3,000 monthly pension to bank on as well. But uh, while traveling down in Jacksonville, uh, which I, I understand why she went crazy down there. I think we all, you
3: know,
1: I could buy a house. We'll, I mean, we'll get married down the road, I guess. Um, but uh, Mary Todd uh, becomes convinced that her only remaining son, Robert Todd, is deathly ill. So she rushes, rushes to Chicago to be with him but finds Robert to be in good health. Uh, Mary then tells a confused Robert Todd uh, that while she was on the train to come to him that uh, someone was attempting to poison her and that a wandering Jew... Oh, I
3: did. <laughs> I did read that. <laughs> I, I,
1: didn't, I don't mean it, but I pictured your poor husband when I
3: heard it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's everything.
1: So a wandering Jew had uh, stolen her uh, pocketbook and then give it, gave it back to her later. Now, real quick, without diving in, too heavy here, Dad. What's a wandering Jew?
2: <laughs> a wandering Jew is a a, a mythical, uh, biblical figure that supposedly um, mocked Christ on his way to the crucifixion. And because oh. he mocked Christ, he was then condemned to wander the earth for, the, for all eternity.
1: Now, I if you want to, it's a dark story, but if you want to make it happier, you picture it as Mel Brooks and now it's a comedy. <laughs>
0: totally.
2: <laughs> right, right.
1: Well, um, so Robert Todd realized that maybe uh, Mommy Dearest isn't firing on all cylinders anymore. And uh, Mary is still highly interested in the occult and spiritualism. So, uh, Cahoon, I'm going to ask you to pull up a photo here in a second if you can. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, it's going to be uh, uh, search um, Mary Todd uh, Ghost of Lincoln.
3: Oh, I did see this picture. Yeah, this one's creepy. That
0: is creepy. Oh, the the photographer, right? Yeah. That's weird.
1: Yeah, we're gonna get into him for a second here, real quick. Um, But uh, so uh, she eventually sat for a uh, photograph with a known spiritualist, William H. Mumler. Yeah, Yeah.
3: that's spooky. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Now he's got some other creepy ones too. There's one I think uh, if you can search uh, Mumler Master Herod. That one was the creepiest one that I saw. But um, I'll post these up on the Instagram. Uh, Mumler was considered to be a a fraud here, but his pictures are widely circulated.
0: The Um, master what? uh,
1: Master Herod. H-E-R-O-D. So, um... uh, (laughs) Mm. Nope, nothing. All right, we'll find it later.
2: Yeah, but but uh, again, it's it's putting it out there, so it's the same... That's it. That's the photo. The same... uh, uh, enhanced photos that you see at the supermarket checkout. Right. You know, the people look at that. Oh, my God. that's You believe that, you know?
1: Yeah. So in this photo here that they pulled up, what this guy did, um, Mumler took a photo, uh, an accidental uh, uh, photo that he didn't intend to take. And when he's having the thing developed, he was a photographer, mind you. And uh, he finds uh, the, the face of his dead cousin in the photo. So then he's all freaked out, and he decided, "Well, there's a market in this. I'm going. I can capture the spirits with my, you know, the, my new uh, photography equipment here. So it's almost Ghostbusters before Ghostbusters." There's but, uh, two
0: ghosts in that photo.
1: Uh, there might be a third if you look hard enough. Um,
3: I see one.
1: I see. Th- so, there's
3: the one right there. Yeah, I see that. And then there's
0: one leaning right above
1: him. Yep. Ooh. N- now this is, I
2: believe, Master Herod, this is the three. Oh, there's leader. the third. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Now, do you see the pretty young woman or the old witch? <laughs> Power suggestion, that you're going to see whatever you you're, whatever to, you're told. Yeah. You see, it's
1: not a schooner; it's a sailboat. You're stupid. <laughs> um,
0: you know what? There is no Easter bunny. <laughs> but
1: uh, that's anyway, spooky. so the whole point is that what it winds up being is that it's a, what was it a double exposure? Double exposure. So that's what is causing this with the photos here. But Mumler's making a lot of money off of this, and he actually gets Mary Todd's Now, Mary Todd used a fake name. Uh, when she was sitting for him, and there's some dispute as to when the photo was taken, but that photo was still widely circulated because, as you can see in the, the photo in the, of Mary yeah. Todd, oh, it, it looks just like Abe is putting his hands on her shoulder, saying, "You yeah, know, I, I miss you. <laughs> you know,
2: I'm right. still here with you." And this whole spiritual thing that didn't go away with the assassination of Abe Lincoln. Oh, oh no, i sure <laughs> strengthened that's huge. it, right? And you got to think the times. How many people are dying? That you know, uh, and horrific deaths. The Civil War was the first war where photographs are coming back from the front of, of the dead and dying. I can't even imagine. You know, and, and galleries are displaying. the Matthew Brady had a big uh, show in New York City showing th- the dead of the, these various battles. So, I mean, you could receive the news that your son just died uh, at Chickamauga or something, and then uh, you see these pictures that your, your mind is now saying, my God, my son must have died a, a horrific death... Um, and you're, you're doing whatever you can to. This whole spiritual thing had two really big bumps. By the, you know, the way, the Cocoon
1: just had to leave the studio because these pictures are getting too creepy. <laughs> for. <him. laughs>
0: that last one freaked me out yeah. a bit. I'm like, so I didn't
1: that. mean to cut you off, Dad. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. <laughs> that's
2: but anytime crazy. there was a lot of uh, pain and suffering or horrific deaths like the Civil War— had a big surge in spiritualism and then later on during the first world war, again, another big surge of of spiritualism during the civil, uh, the first world war.
1: So now I found this one weird little thing here. Uh, so, um, We've seen comedians have beefs with each other before, right, Jackie? What do you mean? That's <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> They're just all best friends. friends. Jackie's actually Miss Congeniality. She really is. So she <laughs> she, she has often told to me she goes she goes I love when you throw shade. I <laughs> love when can throw shade. Well, I like I try to be nice to people too, but as I I can't respect some people. Um, <laughs> but uh, my whole point to this one here is that I thought it was very interesting that Mumler. Uh, He has a a huge enemy here uh, that winds up actually bringing about a lawsuit against him that leads to a court hearing in which his enemy and competitor of some sorts testifies against him, uh, and it ruins Mumler's career. He winds up dying penniless because of... uh, Guess who? uh, You'll never guess it. It's too wacky. P.T. Barnum.
0: What? What?
1: Yeah, P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum testifies against Mumler and ruins Mumler's life. That's... PT. Circus, circus
0: man. Yeah. Right. versus Ghost,
2: Ghostbuster. Right? Yes.
0: Okay. Sure. Why
2: not? <laughs> showman. He he was you know the uh, epitome of of the showman and mm-hmm. and the guy that was also uh, you know um, never get the sucker an even break or a uh, sucker is born every minute kind of a thing and Tom Thumb and uh, uh, all all these. Hoaxes that he pulled off That's himself crazy. and made bucks on. Yeah, is this would have been, would have been interesting
0: to see in Greatest Showman. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, now in 1875, as we're getting towards the end here, uh, fearing for his mother's sanity, Robert Todd begins procedures to have her committed at Bellevue Place, which is an insane asylum, pretty much. Uh, sanitarium. Sanitarium. Mm. <laughs> uh, Mary Todd attempted suicide, actually, she was so distraught over this idea uh, by uh, purchasing large doses of laudanum. Okay, She wasn't able to go through with it though, because the clerk swapped it out for a placebo. Um, Mary Todd was uh, committed to, also, by the way, laudanum and uh, some opiate uh, opioids, I should say, or opium. Uh, very commonly used for, like, uh, like headaches and pain and stuff like that back then. So you're taking somebody who's already showing mental cracks and then be like, mm. oh, use this opium to get you through it. Opium will help you out. Yeah,
2: that's all they had.
1: Yeah, and she had no Pink Floyd light laser shows to go to or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, so now Robert Todd doesn't want to do this, but he's fearful of uh, what's going on with his mother here, and his mother becomes kind of vindictive about this. She is actually committed to the institute for three months. While there... Mary smuggles letters to her lawyers, James and Myra Bradwell, who, by the way, I, this is the term I heard for Myra Bradwell. It made me laugh because I pictured you, Jackie. Uh, oh, no. Feminist lawyer. You think that's me? No, but I don't know why I popped in there. I was just oh. I, I, I was trying to figure out what a feminist lawyer is.
3: And it's me.
2: But it's... <laughs> I guess so.
3: <laughs> I'm not offended.
2: It's definitely – maybe like maybe it. it's a divorce lawyer. That's well, what maybe they're I saying. I like that it. Term Because right now, too, the suffrage – women's suffrages is also going on. First wave, to too. The, yeah, the yeah really, the, right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so
1: anyway, uh, her lawyers are now able to uh, start letting Robert Todd know that uh, you know his mother is willing to start making, uh, uh, well, a, a big scene, if you will. Uh, where she's going to actually uh, admit a bunch of stuff that Robert Todd's actually having her committed in order to try to control the Lincoln fortune and all that other stuff and a lot of other things that maybe Robert Todd didn't want coming out as he's, again, uh, on his way to uh, a successful political career.
2: Mm. Yeah, now you said she was only th- she was there for th- committed for three months. She was committed without – Uh, An end end game. Oh yeah, it was. uh... Robert Robert was trying to put her away to the Laughing Academy for quite a long. (laughs) The
3: Laughing Academy. What a great name! (laughs) That is a great name.
2: Um, the Funny Farm, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. But uh,
0: no, uh, I like the Laughing Academy. I know, I've never heard that.
3: That's (laughs) great. Uh
2: They're always having fun. Laughing Academy. Yeah, but it was it was only through Mary's. Contacts on the outside and and, and writing letters. Oh to yeah, she wasn't going to get out. This else. wasn't like
1: P ninety X for your right, mind. Right. So um, <laughs> she uh, the mother winds up getting herself out. Okay, that's the last thing you want is to commit your own mother and then have her get out. But the two kind of grow estranged from this.
2: Uh, yeah, I think that would piss you off a little bit. I don't know my when you have me committed to the Laughing Academy. I'm.
1: I was going to ask because we talked about Willie earlier. Jackie Byrne, are you the yeah. favorite in your family?
3: Oh, come on. What kind of question is that?
1: She knows she's the favorite. That's the Definitely. thing. So, um, I'm not the favorite, but I'm hoping this podcast will turn it around. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, now, uh, it, it, it gets weird here. So the two of them become estranged. They wind up patching things up towards the very end of uh, uh, Mary Todd's life. Uh, to avoid uh, further issues, Mary Todd was released within 90 days. She was declared uh, legally um, uh, able to Same, handle her own yeah. functions, right. if you will. And she moved back back in with her sister. The incident caused Robert Todd and Mary to not speak again until shortly after her death a few years later. After a few more years of living over in France, because when you learn another language, you can live in that country. Kind of cool, right? right?
2: Going back to her schoolgirl days.
1: Exactly. Uh, So she's living over in France. She then uh, starts to feel ill and returns to the United States, where she unfortunately dies of a stroke at age 63. So, Mary Todd is laid to rest with Willie, Eddie, Tad, and Abe himself Oof. in Lincoln's tomb in Springfield, Illinois. So, the first First Lady. She dealt with some shit. Yeah,
3: seriously.
1: Jackie, did we miss anything? Is there anything else you had on there?
3: No, that's it. Poor but you Mary. Had, you
1: had notes. You had staples put in there. I want to make sure we're getting to this stuff. You,
3: no, you did. You guys are well, very thorough. She's
1: even got highlighter going.
3: <laughs> Only <laughs> on Multicolor the one. Pen. Only on the one.
1: Did we get? Did we hit it?
3: You hit it.
2: Okay.
1: Come on. Right. Uh, but very sympathetic character here, I would say, right? I feel for her. I, I would
3: go I'm not calling crazy. this lady American loser. Yeah, I know. I no. feel just like she's a victim. Loser
1: of circumstance. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, there you go. Loser of but circumstance.
1: But if you also look, it's almost like there's a Game of Thrones thing where it's like, uh, oh, you're going to get married to the king, but he's a piece of shit. You know, there, there's it's, a set like-
3: It's a catch-22. On, yeah,
1: on paper, things are great. Like, oh, you're from a wealthy family and you're going right. to marry the president and you know, you're going to have all these kids. And it's just sad shit, man. But it's a bummer. We went a little bit long on this one.
0: <laughs> oh, by the uh, way, question. The Bellevue that you mentioned, was that the Bellevue that like, I think of in New York? New-
1: no. It or this New is a York. very different... Chicago. right? Outside of Chicago. Um, it was in... Because uh, you're talking Bellevue Hospital. We're talking Bellevue Place. So um, it was, I want to say, Batavia, Illinois, or something like that.
2: B-A-T-A-V-I-A. I could it could be. And so. the only other thing I want to throw out there, too, is oh. With, uh, with Mary Todd's erratic behavior, if you will, and, and everything else. Now, Jackie, you, what you, said, need? you said that uh, some of that might be attributed to she had some type of illness or disease.
3: Well, bipolar disorder? Bi-
2: bi- thank yeah, you. Bipolar sure. disease. Tricymatic, There's yeah. been a lot Tricymatic. of different medical opinions thrown at that, that what might have caused her, and one of which was a vitamin B12 deficiency, which leads to pernicious anemia, um, so I mean pernicious it, was, anemia per, yeah pernicious anemia thank you it's all but, good but uh, oh, she, she did have a lot of the symptoms of that you know reading through diaries and everything else and photographs the way her eyes were set in her head her rounded face uh, the fact that her mother and father were probably second or third cousins.
3: Oh, is that true? Yeah,
2: coming from uh, no, Scott, no. there's an area and they were of Scottish descent, and there's an area in Scotland that there's a very strong predominance of having this uh, uh,
0: this deficiency. It. So oh, it could
2: have been that uh, right from the get-go. But you know, again, that's one one medical opinion. There was many. Well, like I get a little or, of,
1: again. I'm adopted. If you guys don't know, that's why I'm not handsome like you did. But um. It's concerning sometimes because uh, hey, well, here's my problem. I, I was I was, <laughs> like it, up, uh, so I was once looking up. I was once looking up. What was it? Uh, uh, what's it called when uh, the mother drinks while she's pregnant?
3: Oh, fetal alcohol syndrome. Yeah,
1: I was looking up the the symptoms or the the you
3: know, <laughs> signs of thinking. fetal alcohol, and, and
1: I, I'm sitting there and I was like, this is 90% me. <laughs> And I asked my mother, my my Stop. legit my, my my mother, Sandy Burke, your wife, that angel, um, who uh, I went up to her and I just said, uh, "Mom, uh, is there any way to? Do you think my biological mother drank while she was pregnant with me?" And mom just goes, "Yeah, probably." <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jesus, a lot of people, a lot of women don't know that they're pregnant.
2: I think that was probably what happened That's probably here. But what happened. It, it's yeah, also okay. upset. Especially I would, if she was I younger. would take. I mean. How many babies were conceived because of alcohol? That's of it, it, too. Also, that's another <laughs> good point, too. But
0: also, if you ever plan on moving to Illinois, fun fact, these are apartments now where Mary Todd stayed. So. The old
1: insane asylum? Yeah. Aww.
0: So, there you go. Aww. Oh, boy. <laughs> Welcome to American Loser live from yeah, right. <laughs> Institute. That would be a Velvue fun one.
1: So that being said here, guys, uh, this um, this podcast is my dream project. It's my favorite thing. Uh, I-, I love doing it. Dad, every week you put in so much research here. We have awesome guests like my, my dear friend Jackie Byrne Thanks putting in research. Here. You're awesome on the show every time. You're always welcome. Thanks. Um, Kahuna, Absolutely. you've been with us since day one, dude. All right? And we have Damn. been actively trying to get rid of you. It's just not working. Um, <laughs>
0: well, there you go. You got the replacement we back. Yeah.
2: We tried wow. different, <laughs> different days of the week, Sunday it's morning <laughs> <laughs> when he's watching cartoons. <laughs> and,
1: you guys are interfering with my busy schedule. <laughs> Come on. But no, nah, I love you you're a part of the show, man. You know that. Um Hey,
0: you don't you don't you know how much I love this. Like I genuinely look forward to doing this with so y'all. That's so sweet. No, like I I really do. Like like it's there's very few podcasts where I'm like yes. <laughs> and I get to sit in and listen to some cool shit, and then I'm like, here we
3: go. And then you learn,
0: and then I learn,
3: right? And the goal and is laugh.
1: the goal is to trick people into learning. That's what we've been doing. Here, but, you do it, and the, make my jaw drop. The feedback, <laughs> the feedback we get is, is true. It's really nothing but excellent. Um, so, guys, if you're liking the show, leave us a review on uh, iTunes. It really helps us out. It boosts us up in the rankings, so that when uh, that the Sunquist family who gave us that amazing note, they found us because they searched for Custer. So when you search for Custer, oh. enough people gave us reviews on iTunes that it boosted us in the search results.
3: That's so cool. So
1: when you leave yeah. us the the review on there, cool. it helps us out so much because I don't want to start charging for the show. Uh, I, I I lose money on it every week while we do It, it is totally a passion project here. And with that being said, next week we are coming up on our uh, one-year anniversary of this here show. Hey. Hey. So we are going to go live. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. It's going to be uh, uh, Monday the 26th. So the... Technically, the first time we came out was the 23rd, but uh, I got a gig that night, so I
3: can't. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to push
1: our anniversary three days. So uh, Monday night, we'll come in here. Uh, I'm going to try to shoehorn Jackie Burn into coming back in for this one, but I want to go on Facebook Live, and I figure what we'll do is we'll answer questions from people, and we'll start actually going to launch your little uh, idea you had, which I loved, and I can't believe I didn't think of it. We're going to rank the losers
0: oh yeah. Yeah, Yes. yes so, but
1: again we'll, we'll set it up we'll be on That's Facebook brilliant. live so you guys can ask us questions we can see who's on there I can find out which one of the girls I'm trying to talk to is still into me or not.
0: <laughs>
3: and,
1: um, but that being said Jackie we should Bur-
3: Instagram live That's then I can just <laughs> slide into their DMs for you I'm a good wing woman <laughs> uh, it is
1: relentless by the way thank uh, you she's very fantastic. much uh, Jay Byrne quick question yeah. for you well, where can people find you you got any shows coming up this is going to come out uh, later tonight
3: so later tonight, I actually have a bunch of private stuff for the, the rest of August, so you can't come see me. But in August, I'm, like, at Uncle Vinny's, like, every other weekend. You got a website
1: they can check you out on? Yeah,
3: jackieburn.com B-Y-R-N-E.
1: All right, and also uh, Instagram, Twitter.
3: Yeah, Instagram is Jackie underscore Burn, and then it's Jackie Burn on Facebook and Twitter.
1: Well, I, we do have awesome fans of the show here, so that they will follow yeah. you, they will check. Thanks. You. And um, Twitter, uh, said the Twitter. Yeah, Twitter.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I can't be subtle. Just no, not I, in I, me. I
1: love you for that. Uh, for me, it's uh, KP Burke sucks at uh, Instagram and Twitter. KP Burke on Facebook. That's where I'm having the most fun. Uh, check it out. Sometimes I get very lucky and I get to work with Jackie Burn on comedy shows. So if you see one of those opportunities, please take it. All right, it's a yeah, good show. we, we don't do are. anything similar. You're very likable bubbly upfront Uh, people love you and then I talk about kids dying of heroin overdoses It's
3: 100% not true but (laughs) also if you guys love this podcast you need to share it with your friends and your family too they deserve it. It's a great, it's, it's a great, it's, great, great it's thing.
1: It's very family friendly. Confront them. It is. It Confront is. Them. Confront them. <laughs> Teach Teachers
3: mandate us. it. Use it in school in September. Uh,
1: that's there are. Uh, Why th- not? There are cousins that are angling for that, Spread which I appreciate. Um But that being said, guys, uh, LP, did you have any other notes on the way out? Uh, you can find me probably out in the garage building something. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Or coming to KP shows, come so, on. Yeah, right. Also
1: yeah. true. So now uh, here's what we'll do. So the we'll debunk the last thing here on our way out. The Fox sisters we talked about.
2: Oh right. So uh, they got debunked. They got well, yeah. I mean, as as big as this whole spiritual thing was was growing, I mean, it was really the Fox sisters that they give the birth to spiritualism with the Fox sisters. Um, turns out that they were just goofing on their parents. That. Uh, the, the two girls, this 11-year-old and this what? 14-year-old, the thumping that they heard in the night, they took a string and tied it onto an apple, and they were lifting the, lifting the apple up in the air on the string and then letting it drop. But they, they then moved in with uh, some other uh, people in the area who really took it to a whole different level that when they, when they made their big uh, audience uh, um, show... They're sitting at a table and they're hearing these clicking noises or these thumping noises. Well, that wasn't an apple on a string. They were actually learned how to crack their toes like you would crack your knuckles. They learned how to crack their toes and their ankles to make these clicks or these knocking sounds. And, of course, now you've got women in long hoop skirts and stuff, so you couldn't see their feet. You couldn't see what was going on with their feet underneath their skirts because it was debunked. They were debunked because when they were sitting on a sofa on a carpeted floor, they weren't hearing any any of the noises. And a lot of these spiritualists and a lot of these mediums and stuff were were later debunked. I mean, the photographers— Did this come to
0: light after— Mary passed away, or was this before? Because uh, no. that would have been—that that been would have been like no, I would have been pissed.
2: I think this this came before. Now I don't think the Fox sisters were ever involved directly with Mary Todd. They were they, more so uh, Jane Pierce. Jane Pierce she invited but, them to the uh, White House. You ever pull you
1: a know. prank on your parents to fuck with them, and then you get invited
2: to the White House?
0: <laughs> That's, all right. That's all right. Oh no!
2: You, you parlay that, the time, That's
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> happens yeah. All the time.
2: You parlay that into national recognition and uh, a visit to the White House. Yeah, that's like when uh, uh you know that
1: when Nate came over and drank all your beer that one weekend. Yeah,
2: that didn't go over well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that made him famous in my mind. <laughs> but uh,
3: infamous, right?
1: <laughs> but this was a very fun one. Uh, we had a good time here. I hope you guys enjoyed it. That was uh, Mary Todd Lincoln, American loser. An
0: American loser, the day I was born.